Uh, morning, Bill. I just was um, curious about a couple Jets players. Um, their left tackle, the rookie Becton. Um, as you've sort of studied them, I'm curious what you've noticed from him, and um, I guess yeah, what you've noticed from him. Yeah, he's impressive. Um, you know, got tremendous size, um, good feet, moves well. I mean, he's got some some devastating blocks. Uh, so very talented player. That's you see him getting better every week, but he's got um, pretty pretty special ability. Uh, left tackle that size when you were watching him, I, just from your history in the league, did it bring you back to anyone in the past that stood out to you just from a pure size standpoint? Yeah, I don't know, but he's he's big and athletic. And um, Frank Gore, obviously you've never coached him, but I'm curious, have your, have your paths ever really crossed with him? Have you had much connection with him over the years? Yeah, tremendous amount of respect for Frank. Um, you know, he's had a great, great career. Incredibly durable, tough, consistent. Um, plays with, you know, has a great playing style. I know he gives, you know, great leadership and toughness to the teams he's been on. I mean, that's that's really legendary. Um, but, yeah, I have a tremendous amount of respect competing against him. And uh, he's, you know, he's, he's one of the, has had one of the great careers uh, at his position in the National Football League. Just very, very impressive. Did you ever get a chance to catch, I mean, other than like on the field after a game, have you ever had much time to connect with him, whether it be at like a Pro Bowl or anywhere around? Yeah, a little bit, not too much. And then I have one, one other quick one just on your own roster. It just looks like a run of injuries at tight end. Um, at the position, and it made me wonder if Rashad Berry, he'd been working mostly on defense on the practice squad. Is there a thought at all to flip him over if he's available to you, Bill, just based on his history there at Ohio State to maybe help you out where the depth looks like it could use a boost? Uh, yeah, definitely. He's, you know, I played that position for two years at Ohio State, and, and um, you know, Rashad's a uh, you know, very willing, willing player, willing to do whatever, whatever he's asked to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, when you have to try to create depth on your roster, um, yeah, those are the kind of options that you, you'd want to look at. Next question, Phil Curry, followed by Evan Lazar. <clears throat> Phil, I'm just curious what you've seen from, from Sam Darnold, um, this year, he's got you know uh, got over 30 starts now under his belt since coming into the league. You obviously have seen him quite a bit. So, uh, how have you seen him grow? Maybe since he's entered the league, and what are some of the physical tools that, that he has that um, you know make him a, a tough guy to defend? Yeah, he's got a lot of physical tools. Um, big, strong guy, hard to tackle. Um, yeah, like the Josh Allen kind of you know big strong player like that um had some impressive runs impressive scrambles like in the denver game um shows a lot of toughness um he'll hang in there and and throw the ball uh the he's obviously well coached and um you know they do a lot of different things in terms of audibles and changing plays and things like that i mean he shows a pretty good uh, awareness at the line of scrimmage to you know make the right check to get out of a bad play or to get into a good play and 
that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, I think there's been a lot of growth with him, and and, uh, and I think Adam's done a good job with him. He's he's steadily improved um, to go, you know, from an execution standpoint and, and understanding and so forth. But uh, he has a, a, quite a bit of physical talent, and um, you know, as I said, can make make all the throws, and, and is a hard guy to tackle in the pocket or out of the pocket for that matter. Yeah, Mike's a hard-working kid. He takes coaching well. He, um, you know, whatever you ask him to do, he tries very hard to to do it. And uh, he's a smart, real smart kid that can uh, correct mistakes and you know pick things up the second time around. Uh, you know, he might might be something he hasn't seen that you know he doesn't maybe react as quickly to the first time. But after he's after he's seen it and after he's had a chance to you know, gain some experience, which he's gained a lot of experience, both playing guard and tackle. Um, you know, he's, his awareness and his physicality, his technique, um, just he's a good football player and he's shown the versatility to play, uh, you know, two different spots, guard and tackle, which in this league as a rookie is different sides of the, ball, of the line has really been, been impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing, nothing helps a football team more than practice. Um, so that's, that's really where we have the best chance to improve and, and we are improving and, and we're working hard to do that. So, uh, we need to, you know, work hard in all areas, you know, players, coaches, and all three units and so forth. So, but absolutely practice is um, yeah, extre extremely beneficial to making progress and, and, you know, getting things done better than the way we were doing them or the way we're currently doing them. I mean, that's how you improve. So that's been very important and, you know, I'm glad we've had the opportunity to, to get back to doing that more recently. Hopefully we can continue that. Um, so we certainly need to. Devin McCourty was talking yesterday about the respect that he has for Adrian Phillips and Patrick Chung in the ability to step into basically a linebacker role out of their uh, typical secondary spots. And that it's not something he could do and has respect for those individuals. When you're putting whether it's Phillips or Chung in that position, um, what are you looking for from them and what allows for them to you know, to have success going up against guys that may be you know, bigger, uh, stronger uh, in those in those realms? What do you like about those matchups? Well, it's really a level of comfort and instinctiveness with those players. Some, some players are very good in those situations and, you know, make good, quick in-line decisions of, you know where the ball is, where the blockers are, and where the responsibility is, and so forth. And um, you know, other players see the game uh, better, or maybe differently from a different location, whether it's a corner or deeper in the field, or so forth. So, um, but yeah, both those guys are are good players in the box. They they make good decisions. They recognize things quickly. Um, they're tough. They're aggressive, and 
you know, at times they're overmatched in terms of size, but um, in terms of quickness, then they, they certainly have an advantage over the the bigger linemen when when there's a little more space involved. So it just really depends on, you know, what the situation is, who who the advantage, who might have the advantage there. So, uh, but Adrian's done an excellent job for us. We asked them to, you know, do do a number of different roles as well as, uh, you know, play play close to the line of scrimmage, and uh, he's he's done a nice job for us. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. And one final question, Jim McBride. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, good morning, Coach. I just kind of wanted to build on that on one new question. Um, it seems from watching him that he's pretty adept at the combination blocks, and just how difficult is that, and impressive is that that he's been able to kind of master that technique playing both sides of the ball, both sides of the line, and two different positions. Yeah, uh, Mike's, you know, Mike's not only uh, a good player in terms of uh, having position flexibility and uh, the intelligence to, you know, handle uh, different position and different assignments and be on a different side of the ball, but his fundamentals and techniques are, are very good. And so really, anytime you have a double team block, it's, it's really not a true double team block. You're, you're starting off on two guys on one, but ultimately... You want to end up with two guys on two guys. Uh, you just don't have enough guys to double team and, you know, get a hat on everybody. So uh, really the key on those double teams is to successfully block two for two. And, again, that takes, you know, timing, practice, execution, uh, and a lot of different situations that, you know, are border into gray of, you know, who's going to take the guy on the line, who's going to go to the next level. Uh, and how quickly that may or may not happen. So it's um, you know, a lot of teamwork and decision-making and uh, cooperation between the, the two blockers is involved. But as you mentioned, whether it's the guard and center, tackle guard, tackle tight end, uh, depending on what position he's playing and you know who the double team in combination with and so forth. Um, again, overall, he's done a, a really good job of, of executing those, but they – they certainly take a lot of work and a lot of uh, you know timing and good fundamentals for him to be successful. Um, he does a good job of that, but I mean across the board, that's the kind of thing that you know the more we do it, the better we get at it. And and uh, you know it's we've we've had you know a lot of plays that are been good and that we've done that well on. And again, just striving for you know a higher level of consistency. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, coach. Thanks, everyone. Okay, thank you.